all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another off-season edition here at the Who Dat Discussion. I'm your host, Andrew Galata, and we have another solid episode for you. Some Saints news here, as the Saints did re-sign cornerback P.J. Williams. Some news about former Saints with Eli Apple deal with the Raiders fell through, which I thought was very, very interesting. Who do the Saints need left? And I actually have a draft conversation for you guys. And it's also, I'm going to give you guys my opinion on it. But who should the Saints draft right now if they had, if they had the choice? If they're sitting at 24 right now and Justin Jefferson was on the board, so was Patrick Queen, and so was Kenneth Murray. Who do you pick right now? I, we will get into all of that. But first, I do want to say that my last episode was my 150th. And I just want to say thank you. I know it's kind of a milestone. I just want to say thank you to everyone that's got me to this point. I mean, 150 episodes, I mean... We've been doing a lot lately, so I mean, it doesn't surprise me that we did hit it that quickly, but definitely just want to thank everyone that helped us, and obviously, just very, very happy to everyone that tunes in. Anybody that can tune into this podcast, I mean, I thank them so much to just hear me talk for 20 to 30 minutes to me. That is just a big thank you from me. I'm hoping that we can get even more audience um, participation, feedback, all that fun stuff. I love talking to you guys. I told you since the beginning, the reason I made this podcast was just to talk to some Saints fans. I mean, being from New York, I don't know that many Saints fans. And since I've been on this podcast, I've met so many of you guys. Um, Obviously, virtually, I mean, since then I've been to the Dome and all that stuff. Some great things that's happened since we've made the podcast. And I just want to say thank you because without the listeners, without you listening right now, there would be none of this. And I just want to say thank you again. Thank you to the Houdat Nation. As always, you guys are the best fan base in the league. And I know that. You guys know that. And our New Orleans Saints know that but now let's get into the team here as the saints did sign re-sign cornerback pj williams i said the saints should do this it, to me it was kind of a move they were going to make i thought they would make this move it's definitely not a stretch move bringing that cornerback de- depth bringing that slot cornerback depth right now i feel like the saints have six starting dbs the problem is only two of those can play on the outside which i think is definitely going to be an issue which i want to get into but this is a great signing. Number one, this just shows how the Saints added that depth in the slot. Remember when the Saints were just awful in the slot? Now look at them now. You're going to have Malcolm Jenkins right now probably starting in the slot. And then you're going to have P.J. Williams back him up. So even from last year, you have P.J. Williams, who was a starter last year. Now we're going to have Malcolm Jenkins as a starter this year. That's an upgrade in itself. And then also, let's just say something happens to Malcolm Jenkins. He has to move positions. Something happens. You still have P.J. Williams, so it's not going to be a downgrade. To me, that was just a great move by the Saints to bring him in. Now, a lot of people would like to play to get some better um, slot cornerbacks, and you talk about uh, Denard and all those guys. But to me, it's it's not that I, I thought this was good. It's good. I, I mean, he's a solid player. We know what he can do, and he's he's done a good job, especially in the face of adversity. He's done a great job. Whenever you you think that he's down, then he just has like an amazing game to bring him back up. And I, I think he's underrated. That's just my opinion on him. I think a lot of people rag on him and don't like him. He is not a bad player. I mean, two picks in the last two years, that's really big. He was able to play cornerback and safety last year, had a good game in the safety position. He's really good in run stopping, really um, a really good for tackle loss getting to the backfield from a nickel corner. That's really what you want to see. He was able to force two fumbles in 2018, so that's good. I mean, the last two years, starting 15 games is big. He's played in 29 games. This is all the stuff you wanted to see, 13 pass defenses. I mean, 
Tackling last year was a bit of an issue, but overall, throughout his career, he's been a good tackler and a sure tackler, and that's shown through. In 2018, he was a great tackler, two forced fumbles. I thought he did a great job. He also had a pick and a touchdown. I don't. Th- I think he's good player, solid player. And, yeah, he's not your MVP. He's not your star, but he's a role player, and he could fit into the, to his role. And also, he, he can play the boundary. Maybe not as good, but at least he can play the boundary in a pinch. He can play safety in a pinch. And he's a good slot corner coming in here. Now, to me, it, he can do his job very well. And he's going to back up in the slot. And he's going to back up. He's basically going to be backing up every position. Which is kind of a guy you need. And yeah, it's not flashy. But I told you guys what the Saints needed to do. And then this is what they did here. Which I thought was great. You just check off a box. Maybe, yeah, it's only $2 million, One year, $2 million deal. and But you check off a box. Now, we have more depth in the secondary. To me, we have six starters in that secondary right now. For four spots, which is great. Now, what the Saints are missing is an outside cornerback. Now, P.J. Williams, I think, could come in there and be fine. And, like, if you had P.J. Williams and Janoris Jenkins for three, four games, he'd probably be fine. Because Janoris could level up to that one corner. And he's seen it in his career. And we've seen it. So now, I mean, if that happened, I would be pretty comfortable for a few games long term. I don't know. And maybe the Saints would just make that move when it happens. But I think that people are saying, oh, they need to bring in another cornerback. They need to bring in a Logan Ryan. Maybe they bring in Eli Apple. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. I mean, right now, I'm pretty fine with the secondary. I mean, look, how many times are you going to have three starting at boundary corners on your roster? It doesn't happen that much. And look, right now, you're looking at the Saints cornerback tandem. That's really good. Like, those are pro bowlers there. You know, they've made pro bowlers, both of those guys. And I think Jenkins is going to come in here. And I think he's going to be better than a lot of people expect. Just because he's not going to have to face them with the Giants. There was nobody on that defense, and he was facing the number one corner with no help. Now he's the number two corner with help. That's going to help, and it's, it's going to be big for him, and I think he's going to have a good year, and I think he's going to have a breakout year, and that's my one of my guys for a breakout year coming up. I think he's going to stay healthy. I think he's going to be able to do a good job, and then Lattimore, I do think, is going to come back into his own. I think we've really seen what he is, and he's a and he's a great corner. To me, that's what, he, that's what he's turning into. He's kind of showing us that this is he's going to be near shut down every year. Which I mean, you wanted to say what he did last year. He did a bad. He did have a bad postseason game, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie about that. But he was also really good in the 2018 postseason. He's overall to me, he's been great throughout his career, and I think he'll continue with that. Janoris, I think, will have a big year, and hopefully those two stay healthy. And then if they don't, you do have PJ Williams, who has had success in um, on the boundary. Again, it's probably not something you want to see him and Patrick Robinson out there, but. It, when do teams really have two cornerbacks go down? I mean, most likely you're not going to... If you're hit with the injury bug that badly, the Saints would probably at that point go out and get a player. But people are saying, do you want to get that player now? Yeah, if the Saints went out and got Eli Apple, that's great, but that's also money they can't spend for a linebacker. Like right now, they put they put cornerback at probably two on my list out of the positions I think the Saints need, down to like four or five. And maybe they go out and draft one, and I think that's something you probably want to do at this point. Because you can't just have all these veteran secondary players that don't play special teams and are just kind of sitting on the bench. Because the likely scenario is that if both of them go down, I mean, that's probably not likely. If one of them goes down, Eli Apple gets to play a lot, that's great. Let's say if they brought in Eli Apple, but or like a player like Eli Apple. But then you're telling Eli Apple, trying to bring him in here, saying that, yeah, you're going to back up on the boundary and you're probably going to get no... You're not going to play the slot at all because you'd be the third slot cornerback there, maybe even fourth because you have Patrick Robinson who also plays the slot. To me, I think that they're not going to be able to bring in another cornerback, a free agent cornerback, because nobody 
is going to want to come into that situation where you're basically pigeonholed into um, a role if someone gets hurt. And look, Eli Apple, he's pride. He's a starting corner. And I, and I think he's shown that he's a at least average second corner, average to below average, but he can start in the league for a team. And I think he's going to try to find that. Now, maybe someone else, if you really get desperate, will they do it for a year? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not... I'm not into these rooms. I'm not an agent. But that's kind of what I'm thinking. The Saints probably won't be able to find someone like that. Maybe they will. but And, and that would be great. But also, you're going to have to sign them for a $2 million clip or something like that. I don't know if they'd even do that. I mean, look, you're looking at Drake Kirkpatrick. You're looking at Brandon Carr. Maybe you could bring in like a veteran. Maybe a veteran would want to do that. I mean, they bring in a, a Morris Claiborne, a Keem Tlaib, someone like that. Maybe they would want to do that. A Logan Ryan. I think all these guys, they are fits there in that role, but they're going to want starting roles because they've started throughout their career. And they started even last year, a lot of these guys. So for them to not start this year, now maybe they want to come into the Saints and you know try to win a ring for Breeze and all that fun stuff. That may happen. But if I'm them, I mean, I mean, maybe. We'll have to see. But I, and, and I do think the Saints are definitely looking to sign people still. But I think it's more likely through the draft. You look in that fourth round, if you can get a corner in the fourth round, that's probably dropped. You're, you're, you're hoping that you get a, a few cornerbacks that dropped and you could pick one around the, the fourth round and you can get a guy that, yeah, he can play a good special teams. And then if you needed to, he could play in a pinch and he, and he can get some snacks, snaps and he can do well. I, I, I think that that's kind of the way you go. I, I think fourth round is where I want to see them pick a corner because right now with first round, I would love to see either a wide receiver or a linebacker. Second round, I'd love to see a kind of the th- or third round, excuse me, their second pick. I would like to see just the flip flop of that. So let's say they pick a wide receiver, they get a linebacker, get a linebacker, get a receiver, and then fourth round, I'd like to see them get a corner, and then the, the other two picks, maybe depth offensive line stuff like that. But that's kind of what I'm looking for, and I'd love to see them traded to the second round because I don't know. That, maybe we're getting a little too greedy, but that's kind of just what I'm thinking there. And I do think a Nigel Bradham signing signing here would just be huge. Like that can help the Saints out a ton so to me that is definitely something to look at and look I do think um with the signing of PJ Williams the Saints just added to that depth and yeah he can play the outside and he's done it well I was actually I was watching the 2017 games more of the 2017 games and then he played the outside pretty well sometimes I mean look he's he's gonna get beat from time to time but overall he did a pretty good job and, and I think Patrick Robinson could also kind of fill in that role in a pinch as well so I do think that's kind of what you're looking at. Now, if the Saints wanted, I would just draft one. I don't think any of these veterans would want to come on to the Saints. Maybe some like like a Kayvon Webster. But I don't know if one of these starters would want to come on to the Saints. And basically, you're only going to start if there's an injury. Maybe. Well, it's yet to be seen. But I just don't know if that's likely. So, before we get into our draft conversation for the day, where we're going to talk about Justin Jefferson, Kenneth Murray... Patrick Queen, we're going to make those decisions out there, and I can't wait to get into it. should be a great topic, but before we do, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Who Dat Discussion Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back 
into the Who Dat discussion. And now we are going to get into our draft conversation for today. Now, most likely, this is just how I'm scheduling these next few weeks. Right now, next week, I'm going to be looking at ranking our free agency, grading our free agency. I'm going to probably do that in two episodes just to really close the book on free agency. And obviously, any signings will add to that and all that fun stuff. And then hopefully that Friday, next Friday's episode or Saturday, whenever I put that out, we're going to do a mock draft on here and see what I think and who's available on the Saints from the Draft Network. We're going to do a simulated mock draft. So that should be a lot of fun. So that's kind of the next week. And then after, we got to start some draft coverage as we are, I mean, we're getting close to the draft and draft's still happening. So we definitely got to start talking about that as well. And obviously free agency and all that stuff and history and all that. Uh, good stuff, because I think that is very important. But now we're going to get into our discussion about really what the Saints should do with this 24th pick. You have a wide receiver hole, probably not as big as it was, because now they have Emmanuel Sanders. You have a gaping linebacking hole. We all know Saints fans are in love with Justin Jefferson, and I think over anybody they'd want to see him get picked. But right now, you probably are going to go linebacker. I'd want them to go linebacker, to be quite honest with you. Now, Patrick Queen or um, Kenneth Murray, I'd probably be fine with either at this point. Maybe I'm a little little more um, leaning towards Murray right now. I just think that he's going to be a player that the speed and his recognition is going to be able to... It's going to do some big things, and I think he could do some great stuff. But I just think this thing's going to be a linebacker more. Right now, they will see a bigger increase from the team that it was yesterday, before the draft and after the draft, if they get a starting linebacker. If Justin Jefferson turns out to be a great wide receiver, no, that's amazing. But you already have two two good wide receivers now. You also have Alan Kamara. You also have Jared Cook. Where is Justin Jefferson going to get these targets? And you also have Traquan Smith. You kind of, I mean, like, and, and that's great. And if he does great, and I do think the Saints should pick a wide receiver in the draft, but I don't know if you should use that first-round pick when you have a gaping hole at linebacker, and it would be really nice to get uh, Demario Davis a real uh, team-up partner there. I mean, look, Alex Anzalone, if he's healthy, he's going to be great for the Saints. Kiko Alonso, if he's healthy, he'll be good for the Saints. Solid player. Saints need one more guy because you're. I'm banking on one of those two guys getting hurt, and maybe both of them will get hurt. So to me, you have to bring in a linebacker. A to me, you ha- he he's got to be ready to go to start day one. And I think Murray is that. I think Patrick Queen can do that. I think both of those guys can be great players in this league. And, I mean, the NFL thinks they're going to be great players just looking at their draft um, analysis on both of them. To me, I mean, you look at Murray's speed, 4.5 to 40-yard uh, dash. He can move sideline to sideline with ease. And he's been just, a, I mean, he can do a lot of great things. He's great going into gaps. 15 tackles for loss over the last two years. That's really good. He averaged 15 tackles for loss. Um, he's willing to take some chances. He's willing to make that play. I mean, he runs and moves really fast, and he knows what he's and he and he's got that space awareness like a safety does. That's really good. What you want to see? He's got burst um, to the ball that you want to see, and he could spot and he could spy do the QB spy. He could rush, he could blitz, he could do all that stuff. Now you're obviously looking at his weaknesses, and a lot of people are, and the recognition sometimes isn't there. Um, completely people are saying he may not transfer to an inside linebacker but he don't have to play middle linebacker because obviously demario will play that if i mean look demario could play anywhere but i mean demario you're comfortable with playing demario at middle linebacker so he could play out um he could play um right or left that's not the end of the world um but people are saying him as a middle linebacker may not have the instincts for that yet 
that's kind of your, your issue. You kind of have the instinct. But you can teach that instinct, in my opinion. And the Saints have a really good linebacking uh, coach, coaching staff, and they do, and, and they've been able to um, get these linebackers really into shape. I mean, you look back to 2016, 2017, even 2017 when they made the playoffs, that linebacking core was not good. Over the last two years, they've gotten a lot better. Even that 2017, they got, 2017 team, excuse me, they got a lot out of Manti Teo. They got a lot out of Craig Robinson. And what we've done with those guys, I mean, it's scary what they, what he can do with Kenneth Murray. And I think Murray is a player that's going to come in and he would do an amazing job for the Saints. I re- I'm really high on Kenneth Murray. And if he gets to the Saints, I think you got to pick him or Patrick Queen, who I do think would fit really well with the Saints as well. I mean, LSU is becoming a machine for star linebackers here. You have Devin White, Deion Jones, K1 Alexander, really some really great linebackers. And you're looking at um, what NFL thinks of them and their scouting report. I mean, first of all, their NFL comparison firm is Thomas Davis. You would love to see that. And he's got really good tape. And he had some really great games um, at the end of the season in the college football playoff against Georgia in the SEC championship game. He's really good at diagnosing. That I mean, it's kind of the opposite of Murray in, in a type of way. I mean, he's really good at diagnosing plays. He's got, I mean, he's can definitely... Um, hit the holes as well as good. He's very good at looking at everything. He's just, people are calling him a GPS linebacker, so he can, you know, he can see the openings. He can definitely go through traffic, and that's something you want to see as well. Um, he does have a pretty good jump, and he's been able to been good in the pass as well against the pass. He's only started for one year. That's kind of a big issue for him, but it seems like the recognition's there, which is kind of interesting, and that, and that just shows the coaching at LSU is very good. And I think that you bring him in to New Orleans. Same, I mean, same place. He doesn't have to move. It's, it's a lot of great stuff. And he can come in there with our coaching staff and do some really good jobs and keep on building on that. And I think that would be really good. People think that um, he's not so good against pulling guards when they get out in space against, you know, those type of players. I mean, supposedly people are saying, well, LSU had a great front four. Hurt him. I mean, maybe he was able to just go right through the holes. Yeah, I mean, that's something to look for um, as well. And, I mean, he definitely, and people are saying he has um, improvement for route recognition in the zone. Which is, I mean, look, I mean, there's still work. He's still improved, and they still have to improve. But he can, he can a lot better in that recognition than uh, Murray is. I think Murray is more explosive. But, again, it's very, very interesting when comparing them. And then when comparing them to if you pick Justin Jefferson, everybody wants Justin Jefferson. And Justin Jefferson is a great receiver. Do not get me wrong. And if the Saints picked him, I'd be happy. But... You have a hole there at linebacker, and it would be great to add another wide receiver. It'd be great to do that. But number one, this wide receiving group is extremely deep. And how much better is Justin Jefferson than a Van Jefferson? I don't know yet. And it is it is very interesting. And Justin Jefferson, everyone loves him because he's a hometown kid, went to LSU from Louisiana. And that's great. But to me, I do think that you would love to pick a linebacker right now. And I do think that's something that the Saints should do. And... Right now, I mean, yeah, you'd be fine. If you got a Nigel Bradham right now, then yeah, you go pick Justin Jefferson. I'd be fine with that. I'd be comfortable because then you would have Bradham, you would have Davis, you would have Anzalone, and you would have Alonzo. That's a really solid group. Really solid group. It's it's not the best in the league, but it's very solid to me. It's top, on the maybe even top 10. Top 12, top 10, I think it's right around there because you have some really good players. You have the veterans, you have some young players. That's exactly where you want to be. And also, you're going to have Caden Ellis and those guys in there as well. I just think it's you got the depth now. 
And then also, you have some special teamers on there, you have some veterans, you have some great veterans, you have some depth veterans, you have all what you need. You have Craig Robinson on there as well. I, I, I do think that that would be huge. Now, then you can just go out and pick Jefferson, or pick whoever wide receiver's out there. Maybe you have a quarterback, maybe you know, we've been talking about Jordan Love on here, Jake Fromm's another guy that Saints, um, people that are covering the Saints are saying that would be a good fit. Probably not in the first round, but anyway, that may be something that the Saints look at. To me, it's just, it is an interesting situation, but I do think that the hype around Justin Jefferson, to me, you can't do it if you're the Saints right now. It would be a disservice to that defense that you've built up, that you've really given a lot of attention to over the last few years. Finish it. Add a linebacker, and you can add him free agency right now. You have Nigel Bradham probably sitting in your face for $5 million, which the Saints can afford, any team can afford it. Go out and get him, and then you can pick Justin Jefferson, and everybody's happy. And I'm really the only person talking about Bradham to the Saints, and I'm going to keep on shouting it from the mountaintops because that gives you so much flexibility going into the draft. And then if they went and picked Justin Jefferson, Jefferson is not my first pick for wide receiver. I mean, obviously, depending who's on the board, because, I mean, who knows? You can have CeeDee Lamb on the board. It's not likely, but you can have CeeDee Lamb on the board. You could have Henry Ruggs on the board. I mean, you don't really know. Denzel Mims is another guy. LaVisca Chanel, I'm very high on, who's really good. But he kind of then plays, he kind of plays a little of what Emmanuel Sanders plays. A Justin Jefferson would fit in very well right now of what the Saints are trying to do. I would love to see him or Chenault. Again, I think it's you're looking at Jefferson, had a great combine, and ever since then, the hype has went up and up and up, especially because he's from LSU. And, and 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 look, Saints fans, they should not be, I mean, I don't think they're wrong in, in saying Justin Jefferson's going to be a great receiver in this league. I think he probably will be. But this team doesn't need, they don't really need another, do they need, I mean, do they really need a receiver? They don't need it as badly as they do need a linebacker. Yes, you do need another receiver in the draft, but he can be a third round pick. And they could bring in here and bring him, Van Jefferson and be just fine and he would help this team just as much and it's it's something you got to look at it's definitely something you got to look at I mean maybe they move up in the second round and pick someone I mean you're looking at a Brandon Ayoke type guy you're looking at Chase Claypool Michael Pittman's another guy I mean they're all there I mean T Higgins I, I think that some of these good these really good receivers are gonna fall they're gonna fall out of the first round for sure it's gonna be interesting to see as but but I do think people are gonna pick receiver and I'm hoping that people pick receiver, people pick quarterback, linebackers fall, other players fall, and the Saints get the player they want. That's something that I'm hoping for right now. But my hopes aren't high on them getting a linebacker in free agency right now. Maybe they do, maybe they don't, but it's just very interesting. It's just very interesting because if they got Nigel Brown, you could do anything in the draft, and the Saints are the most complete team. And now with that draft pick, you're basically adding to a great group, wherever it is. Your quarterback room's a great group right now. Maybe they'll add to that. But right now, really good. You have Taysom Hill and Breeze. You're going to add someone regardless. But if it's, a, if it's a rookie, it's a good group. Your running back group's really good. You have Kamara. You have Murray. Your wide receiving group is really good. I mean, you have three good, I mean, solid receivers right now. I think the Saints do have. Traquan Smith, probably not solid. That's not the right word to categorize him. Saints have two really good receivers and one not okay. Can't trust him yet. But he's definitely here and he's capable of at least getting 20 catches a season. Which is, I mean, not that good of an endorsement. But you're, you're adding another receiver in there. That would really help that group a lot. Tight end group. I don't think Saints will get a tight end, but I do think they have a solid tight end group with Cook, with Hill. I think they'll be fine there. Going over the O-line, your O-line group is really solid. You would love to have some depth there, but you have five 
establish good starters and your depth isn't bad. Your depth is definitely not bad. You go over to your D-line, you have some great players with Cam Jordan, with Marcus Davenport, and then on the inside you have Rankins, Onyemata, Butler. That's a good group. Adding someone to that would help as well, and that would just solidify everything. Your linebacking group, if you had Bradham, it's really good. We just spoke about it in secondary, same thing. I told you guys we have six starters there. I'm just going to put it out and say it. Right now, the Saints are probably the most complete team in the NFL, if not, I mean, if not the NFC, I'd say. Because the NFC is up for grabs. If you want to get a good glimpse of what the NFC is looking like, go and check out uh, Chris Rose Voglu's podcast, Straight Up Saints. He does a great job at uh, mapping out the whole NFC and just shows why the Saints are in good position still to contend. And I do think that if you added a Bradham, it would blow up the the, um, the NFC. I, I do. And maybe I'm putting too much... I mean, too much kind of weight into it, just a starting linebacker. But I do think that would help a lot, and it would make the Saints probably the most complete team in the NFC. Everyone else ha- kind of has um, holes. I don't think the Saints have flaws, really, right now, besides a linebacker. You pick up a linebacker, I don't think you have flaws right now in this team. And we have the depth to kind of back it up. Again, I'm going on another rant kind of to get Bradham. But you guys all know where I stand on this, and I do think it's an interesting conversation. Because right now, you get, you got to go pick Murray. And right now, if you probably picked Ken, Kenneth Murray and you didn't get Bradham, Saints probably would be better off with getting Murray. He's a younger player, he's a faster player. He'd actually complement Demario Davis' style very well. So, uh, and same with Queen as well. Saints probably would be better off, but then you wouldn't have a Justin Jefferson. It's a lot of give, give and take right now. And I think I do think the Saints are going to move up in the second round. For whatever it is, we'll have to see. Maybe it's a quarterback. Maybe it's a receiver, maybe it's a linebacker, but I do think the Saints will move up in the second round. But I, I do the one thing I don't want the Saints to make the mistake to make is to let the linebacking um, hole go all the way to the third round. And they there are some pretty good linebackers in the third round that are ready. One from Wyoming that's gotten a lot of praise of late. But to me, you really want to just get you you want to be sure that he's a starter right away. And I think these two guys they'll be starters right away. And obviously the best linebacker in the draft is. Isaiah Simmons, we're not going to get him. Maybe, maybe if he falls, but definitely not. He's a real player. He's probably going to be a star right away in this league. Probably defensive rookie of the year. But these guys will be very good, and they'll be starting level, and they'll be a really good complementary pieces. So, I think with all that said, it is time to wrap up this podcast. If you like what we're doing here at the Houdat Discussion, you can follow us on Twitter at the Houdat Dis, on Instagram at Houdat Discussion. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Andrew Galata, and then also you can listen to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. So that means iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, all that fun stuff we are on. So basically, next week's schedule is going to be probably early next week, maybe a Tuesday. We're going to do either a um, a grade on all the Saints for Agents signings to point, and then um, we'll do an episode probably Thursday, probably Tuesday and Thursday. We'll do two ep- one episode each day. One will be about free agents. Grades, one will be about free agent rankings, kind of how ranking the signings for the Saints. And then a Friday, probably actually next weekend, we'll probably put out a mock draft as well. And that will be, what do the Saints need? And obviously, you can see who who the Saints may go with, in my opinion. But we'll just do a mock draft on here as well. And then we'll probably do a few more as the draft comes up. But with all that said, I want to say thank you, run it back, and who dat? Take care, you are safe, you yeah.